What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's definitely my personal corn star. It's the <laughs> one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm not doing that good. I just I was rocking out so hard to our intro song that I just think I chipped a tooth. I what? I wonder if you could hear that in the mic. I was like dancing and I went... I don't want to do it again, but I hope you did not I didn't chip, chip a, a tooth. I didn't chip a tooth, but shout out to Jimmy. I bit my lip. I think it's going to be tough <laughs> Love to is blind. Love is good. Different Love. show, but Sorry, back was, to Citra. I was rocking out too hard over here. What a quote. Corn star. Because I'm corny. She's good. She, uh, that, that was good. That's the way to my heart is a, a pun. You know, that's the True. way to my heart. I wonder where she got it from because... I've never been to misery, but I do picture corn everywhere in the middle of the country. Yeah. I just picture corn. I don't think that's what she was referring. I to. don't know, but I think it's like adds to it. You think she's gonna? You think she's gonna strip on a corn husk? That she's gonna dance on a corn husk? You don't know. I can imagine. I mean, their first sexy time was in a laundry room, so <laughs> I don't know what she's she would actually do. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, I loved, I loved this episode. I thought we, we wrapped it up. We did it. We wrapped up the season. We had some weddings, some weddings that I didn't think were going to necessarily take place. We had some weddings, some heartbreaks, Heartbreak. some sexy time. Woo! We've got it all. We got it all. And yeah, I can't wait to talk about it before we do real quick, a little business. If you guys want to hear us talk about the single life, you can do that over on Patreon and Supercast, patreon.com slash married to reality, married to reality.com. Not only do you get ad-free episodes, not only do you get the single life. Well, on Patreon, you get access to the chat room. Yes. Which is woo, all sorts of fun. We love that. We love chatting. Chat with us, guys, if you can. If you don't want to, that's fine. You can just be lurkers. Just lurk in the background like John does. Lurk in the background like I do over on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, at Married to Reality Pod. You can message us over there, chat with us, call in. But also, once in a while, we post memes. We yeah. share news and updates. It's a good time on the Instagram as share well. Share your thoughts. I love hearing your take on things. that Maybe you guys have a different view on certain things we talked about and i love seeing that so keep those coming keep it coming also just make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening it's so easy to do look down smash that follow button guys smash it like it's as hot as clayton's vows <laughs> <laughs> i like died who's, laughing who's running the show here clayton i look I was like, bro, you know that that's what the efficient supposed to say, yeah, but steal my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smash it as hot as those vows. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we're suckers for a little love. If you leave a five star review and you write something, we'll read it right here. Yes. All right. That is the business. What do you say before we get into the meat of the episode? We do a little 90 day by the way. Let's hear it because a lot has been Woo. happening and you only do two. Woo. So let's see which one you've picked for this week. It has been quite the busy news week. Quite the sad news week if you're a 90 day fan. Bunch of letdowns if you're a 90 day fan this week. I can think of one. So let's hear it. All right. Well, my number one. Right before their season premieres, 
Mahmoud of Mahmoud and Nicole gets arrested. Okay, I can think of two. And, so. <laughs> okay, so this is this is the first, and it's not good. It's not good. U.S. Weekly confirms he was arrested for domestic abuse against Nicole. And this is very recent. This is hot off the press. Is it Wednesday? This Wednesday, he was arrested in Los Angeles, charged with misdemeanor domestic violence. He was charged? Well, you get charged. He wasn't True. convicted yet. Okay. He was charged. Bail set at 20,000. This arrest happened around 1.30 a.m. He gets booked close to 3 a.m., so quite the morning wow. for this guy. He's got to appear in court mid-March, which is right when the season is scheduled to air. So he's in jail? No, I'm sure he made Bond. Who would pay, Nicole? When Bond and Colin, I'm not a, an expert, although I did watch Dog the Bounty Hunter as a child, when, <laughs> when bail is set... You only have to pay like 10% or something. Yes, you do. But do you think he had two grand? Someone's got two grand. You think he's still sitting? I mean, he probably deserves to still be sitting there. But yeah. He, I wonder who called the police. Like, was it Nicole? Was it the neighbors? I know. I don't have much, not much other information here. This was less than a month after celebrating their five-year anniversary. Wow. He wrote, um, less than a month ago, he wrote on Instagram, happy fifth anniversary to the love of my life. Words can't express how grateful I am to have you by my side. Here's to many more years of happiness together. I love you endlessly. Boom. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he seems like a tiny, small guy. And Nicole is a tall woman, but she seems very fragile. And I can see him losing a temper. We've seen it on their show, right? Like he lost his temper multiple times. I never thought he would get violent. Oh, I I would have put money on it. Yeah, but I guess I I would too. Honestly, I'm not surprised. It's sad that I'm not surprised. I, I more would picture more of a mental abuse coming from him because that's what we actually experienced, right? Yeah. But I guess... Those two can go hand in hand. They so definitely. that maybe things escalated. And yeah, not surprised. I was surprised to see him actually in the US. And they're still together because their show was so painful to watch. Like she was so unhappy. She was so unhappy with him. Yeah. That was mind blowing for me when we started seeing these news about Mahmoud Spartan in Walmart or Mahmoud Spartan in LAX. And I was like, what? Yeah. Well, here we go. It's not good. I don't know. I don't know where you go from here. He's supposed to be on the season. Obviously, he hasn't been convicted yet, but I wonder if they would pull the pull them from the season. Yeah, we've we've got a cast of bad characters in the 90 Day Fiance world, but a lot of the the bad stuff comes out either mid-season or after their season. So it's like, okay, cool, we'll just be done with you. Like I'm thinking yeah. about Jeffrey. Yeah. But this is right before the season starts. Mm. Say his court date is a week after the premiere. It's like, do you air the first? And then he gets convicted. Because this is America. You're innocent until proven guilty, right? True. Or you should be. So do they air the first one? And then he gets convicted. And it's like, well, we're not going to promote this abuse. Yeah. It's, it's very sad. I'm curious to see that. But yeah, very sad. I hope Nicole's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and don't stay in a relationship like that, Nicole. You yeah. shouldn't have been in that relationship in the first place. Very true. Let alone now. So we'll see. We'll keep our eye on this story. By the way, number two of the sad week of news, okay? 
Everyone can sleep a little easier tonight. I know I will because guys, Mary of Mary and Brandon, she does not have cancer. Okay. So everyone, everyone can relax, take a deep breath. I know we were worried about her. Uh, It's not the big C. Well, it's the other big C. Con. She's a con artist. She is. So this whole story is insane. It's infuriating. It's sad. If you guys missed it, I don't know if you did because a ton of you guys called in. I can't a even. A ton of I you. I can't even. The, the, the f- lines were ringing off the hook. All you guys were calling in with this story. So thank you if you guys did. But one day, a couple of days ago, this GoFundMe just popped up for Mary and Brandon to raise funds for, as they wrote, Remove her colon cancer. Well, first I saw she posted on Instagram and I saw the posts, right? And everyone started sending it to us, like, pray for Mary, look at that. And I think that's where the GoFundMe kind of followed the post. Oh, the first thing I saw was a post driving to the GoFundMe. Interesting. And people saw this. They got suspicious. They started questioning what this story is, what people, what mary was saying and so it ultimately forced them to come out and tell the truth which is mary has hemorrhoids okay that's <laughs> basically the bottom line is mary has hemorrhoids are you serious yeah hemorrhoids maybe some other i don't know ibs so, something okay. right something we all struggle with on a daily basis here um <laughs> she was never diagnosed with cancer but i'm sure as one does she went down the WebMD rabbit hole, self-diagnosed herself with colon cancer, and then decided to tell everyone her WebMD diagnosis, set up a GoFundMe page for it, asked for money to pay for a surgery that was never scheduled. And now people are rightfully giving her a hard time. Well, didn't you or someone said that she posted photos from the hospital that were actually yes. from her when she was pregnant. I've heard that some of the photos she used on the GoFundMe were from when she was in the hospital delivering midnight. Well, that here's the thing. I think I can see her being irrational. We've seen her like losing her shit many times. I can see how she self-diagnosed herself, freaked out and posted on social media, right? I can't. But, I, sorry, I can't. I can wait, see how wait, you wait, could wait, self-diagnose wait, yourself. Posted on social media. Don't see that But part. the fact that they set up a GoFundMe right. with a scan photos. Right. That's fucked up. Right. Definitely fucked up. Um, It's pretty infuriating. People are giving her a hard time. Some people are going a little too far with it. Death death threats and and the like. I think that's a little too far. Karma will get them, uh, if nothing else. I think she... I mean, she got hemorrhoids, so... Yeah, she got hemorrhoids. And it's just going to be like the boy who cried cancer. I'm sure, you know, one day something may happen. They'll need help. They'll ask for it. And no one's going to help out because of this so it's pretty sad it's pretty ridiculous it is but that's that's the 90 day news week this week Um, 90 day news not so positive not so good but we had to share i'm glad you shared this because so many people are talking about this and uh, yeah you wanted me to share it i was like you know what i already have one sad story about nicole and mahmoud i don't really want two sad ones so i dug and i dug and i dug and the best I could find was like Samet's dog died. I was like, I can't. Well, that's sad. <laughs> that's, too. that's sad too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't even know they have a dog. I think I skimmed the article. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's 90 Day by the way. Hopefully next week brings more positive stories. Oh, next week will be the one and only the tell. Oh yeah. 
and I'm here for it. But before we get there... All right, let's not rush it. Let's talk about what happened on the last episode of the actual season before the tell-alls. The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season 10, episode 18. It's like rain on your wedding day. Why did you sing that? Ashley and Manuel. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to figure out, like, did he sing something about 18? 18. You said, you said, oh. season oh, 10, episode 18, and he started singing. No, I was doing like a cold open for, oh, oh, for actually, it's like rain. I, lo- I love that. Now I'm, yeah. when, I, when I'm following you. And the gringos <laughs> are more superstitious. <laughs> it won't rain. The gringos are so super, a little superstitious. I would, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm superstitious. I'm a, a little, little superstitious. I'm a little superstitious. Michael Scott. <laughs> so. A little stitious, a little pre-wedding haircut. But I do like his positivity because one of them had to be a little more positive. Oh, that's... Because Manuel says, oh, the green girls are a little stitious. <laughs> Ashley's freaking out because she's like, it's going to rain and I know it. Oh, because yeah. Because she is a weatherman, as she said, and something else too, that she can feel the weather. Yeah. Yeah, well, she has an app on her phone, as we all do, and they checked <laughs> the radar. And bad news, the storm's going to pass right over the beach, right when they're planning to get married. A tropical storm. And here's the thing. We do live in Florida, so we know what that feels like. Often so, tropical storms feel worse than hurricanes. Unless you get hit by a hurricane directly, right? Mm-hmm. Tropical storms are like, whoa. So the fact that she's still planning on doing the wedding as the sky is getting very dark, I'm like, wow, I, I get it. Everyone uh, flew to Florida, but is be, this the day you want to remember being hit by a tropical storm? No, no. And I get the idea of the beach wedding. It's not for me. Beach it's wedding. Beach wedding. It's <laughs> not for me. It's not for you. But I think the idea of it is like, oh, look how pretty it is. The sun is shining. The waves are crashing. The exactly. birds are chirping. If that's not happening, then you don't need a beach wedding. And so just do it at your Airbnb or wherever you were. Very true. Right? Good point. So they check the radar. It's going to rain. They don't like that. They're like, well, maybe the tarot cards will tell us something different. <laughs> they start going through those. Uh, here's one that says, no use crying over spilled milk. Uh, we also have the lover card. Uh, there's an ace of spades and a queen of hearts. Go fish. They they see what they see, and it's basically, there's going to be chaos. The cards say chaos. Yeah, I think the weather app also says chaos. So, But also, every wedding, because what she said was like, oh, the cards tell me there's going to be a wedding and a little bit of chaos, and there's nothing we can do about it. It's like, that's every that's every wedding in the history of weddings. True. You guys know for us, we lost power. Yeah. That was a little bit of chaos that we couldn't do anything about. We had a, not not a um, tropical storm. We had a windstorm the day before. Mm, true. That's actually what it was. I didn't even know. But then we, I looked it up. It was a freaking windstorm. And I didn't know that could exist. It did. And it messed things up. But we figured it out in our beautiful wedding venue too these guys however they could have as you said find a plan b they didn't because they were set on the beach wedding yeah so 
Then it's time to get ready to head to the beach. Manuel's back from his haircut. Mom arrives. Mom, Mother Stacy arrives. And I wish, because mom, mom was there in time to help Ashley get ready. I wish mom told her, don't wear the Statue of Liberty crown. I didn't hate it. Ah. I ah. didn't hate it. Where? It fit, it fitted her. If I wore it, you would be like, I don't think I could pull it off. But she is she the witch. She loves the crystals. I think she needed something, something to represent that side of her. And I did like the crown on her with the crystals. Like she, she is a crystal lady. Imagine should. just having a regular wedding without any crystals. The, if you are a witch. Yeah. I'm not well versed in witchery, but I didn't know. You needed a crown full of crystals. In Czech, when anyone says a witch, we always picture ladies flying on a broomstick. Mm-hmm. We celebrate witches too. We have a witch day. Yeah. That I used to dress up as a witch. I told you. I arrived on a broomstick. Yeah. So, but it it's a little different. It comes from all these fairy tales that we all watched as kids. Ashley is a modern day witch. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad she wore the crystal crown. It fitted her. All right. Wait, you know what I didn't like about it? And we'll get there. That she had the veil over it. Yeah. I didn't like that. It should have been behind it. Show off the crown. Show it off. Show yeah. It off. Maybe it was protecting from the rain. Mm, maybe. But she needed the hat with like little umbrella on top. That's what you wear. <laughs> you give those to all your guests. That's a nice party favor. It is a nice party favor, yeah. I don't think they planned on this tropical storm. However, it is Florida. Yeah. All right. Let's let's head to the beach. Um, Harry, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Ashley, hyperventilating. That was that was freaking me out. She was freaking out. I thought that was an Uber driver, but it seemed to be a family member or a friend. Yeah. She's sitting in the front like. Freaking out, heading towards the storm, freaking out. There was more There's, water coming from her eyes than the sky. She there was, should be calm before the storm. Exactly. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. was overreacting. You're she choo- was. You're choosing to do this, lady. Mm-hmm. It's No one's forcing you to go to the beach and get married. So why are you freaking, just adapt. Because she wanted the beach wedding. It's not a good beach wedding, though. It's not. But here's the thing about Florida. That storm probably passed that day so the next day was probably a very beautiful. very beautiful day because this is what's up the day after the storm it's always just gorgeous well that's the, that's the other thing is this is the last day they can get married they should have built in a weather day yes for sure that was on them because if they waited 24 hours they could have had the wedding they wanted yeah so they get there ronald ashley's dad ronald's there Poor Ronald having to hold an umbrella over Ashley while it's lightning out. Not that not, not that it's annoying because you get wet. It's dangerous. It's incredibly dangerous. Yes. That's just what I'm saying. Maybe the crown wasn't the best idea. Like a, oh, maybe it was like a lightning rod. Ooh. I don't think you want to be. I don't think you want to be struck by a lightning on your wedding day. Mm, I got to ask Alanis. Who? Alanis. Morissette? Mm-hmm. Is it a song? Is it a song? Remember the song I sang about yeah. six minutes ago? Uh-huh. It's Alanis Morissette. I know that's Alanis Morissette, but is she singing something about being striked by lightning? 
I don't know. She sings about your wedding day and things and isn't it ironic and who would have thought? So <laughs> maybe she knows, maybe she doesn't. I don't know. All right. Anyways, so they're there. Man. Fun fact. Okay. You know how I learned about Alanis Morissette? Mm-hmm. You know how I told you that Czech Republic only had like Czech has talent. America's got talent. Czech's sure. got talent. Sure. I only watched the first two seasons and it kind of like died down. But the first season was huge, right? It was huge. And the girl who won, won with a song, this exact song from Alanis Morissette. Huh. And we all got obsessed with Alanis Morissette because we were obsessed with the girl who won. Isn't so it So that's ironic? how I learned about her. Yeah. Who would have right. thought? Who would have thought? It figures. All right. <laughs> so they wrote their own vows. Manuel was like, when he saw Ashley, he said, man, all the trouble, all the bathroom sex, it's been worth it to get to this moment. Yeah. Everyone's like a wet dog. Yeah. Ashley says she's loved Manuel for a long time, respects him, adores him, ready for a beautiful life. Exchange the rings and seal it with a kiss. And that's it. All these wet people are leaving the beach. I'm hoping they're going to the Airbnb, do some partying, changing up to something dry. Yeah. But they did it. They tied the knot. One of the couples, they were just like fighting and banging and fighting and banging and fighting and more banging. Normally at a wedding, it's like, oh, after the vows, not a dry eye in the house. Here, it's like not a dry guy in the house. (laughs) Rain, you know? They made it, guys. They made it. Yeah. And I'm curious to For see now. how they're doing. Yeah. All right. Next. Huh. Who uh, saw this coming? Who saw, who's, who saw this coming? We all did. What? We all did. Oh, okay. It's Nikki and Justin, but mostly Nikki because she's back in New York City doing her interview. It's been two weeks since she returned from Moldova, right? Yeah. Doing her interview. And just to remind you guys, in case you missed it, this is the interview that's been used throughout the entire season. She's wearing the same clothes. Well, right? I don't... I think they 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 comment on things afterwards. They, they film. Do. They do. And then they invite them over and they... I don't know if they played for them or they like set up the situation. So they make comments right. wearing the same clothes. Correct. So... How how believable is the fact that she's doing all these interviews, right? Commenting on the season, the good times, the bad times, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Justin sends her a message written by Chet GPT or his American friend because it was a very well put together. Well, I was going to say Chat Nikki because I've got some thoughts of my own about this. Oh, whole well, let me finish my thought yeah. and then I'll let you. Then she she's Almost done with all the interviews, right? This is it. This is finishing up. Last season, last episode. And all of a sudden, he sends her a message and he breaks up with her? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. This would be the perfect timing for us to see it, which I don't think Justin would time it that perfectly. And also, yeah. I, yeah. Plus, as we said, I think, you think it was Nikki? I think... If it was Justin, it was Chet GPT. Now, after you said that, and I said perfect timing, I don't buy that either. Yeah. So, so share your thoughts. So, I want to immediately go like this whole relationship is a sham. We know Nikki's 
attempted to be a reality TV star multiple times. She's been mm-hmm. on a handful of reality TV shows. It's gone nowhere. So I immediately want to go like, oh, she found a foreign guy or it's a friend. And they put this story together to be on TV to help out her career. But they do have photos together from like 17 years ago. So they could still be longtime friends. And then she just came up with this idea. Well, not just that. they be, We've seen them vacationing together. That's not from too long ago because he looked the way he did. Yeah. And she looked the way she does, right? Yeah. So I think there was something they tried. But I think when they started filming, because he was so not into her, I think that was probably part of this whole thing. Unless it was scripted. So the other thing is she's freaking out. Right. She gets this text. She's so upset. I didn't see tears. No. Uh, There's a lot of noise, a lot of hyperventilating. I didn't see any wetness from her eyes. <laughs> so that leads me to believe, okay, this is more of a, maybe with that much Botox, you can't cry. I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't see any tears. And then, yeah, that text was so overwritten. Whoever wrote it, whether it was Nikki or ChatGPT or Justin's American, it's so overwritten. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was written is is made for TV, that she can just read it to the mm-hmm. camera, as opposed to him calling her and breaking up with her. Mm-hmm. That's not as dramatic. Yeah. So, like, everything just comes together to be like, oh, how, what perfect timing. Exactly. Exactly my point. If this was randomly shot, where it's like she's doing a self video, right? I think, all right. right, guys, like I just got this message from Justin. She's home. She's elsewhere. Maybe I could believe because that would be just a random timing. The fact that she's finishing the entire filming, right? Finishing the interviews. And he texts her this perfectly written message. It wasn't even like, Nikki, we don't, we don't go together. We don't get... I don't love you. Something very simple. Like this was just this was an overkill, and I didn't buy. <laughs> I mean, the end of the the end of the text was farewell, and I wish you the best. It's like that's a ridiculous. That literally reminds me of he, if he did write it, he didn't write it. But for example, when my dad wants to talk to you, right? He puts his check into the translator, but yeah. that actually comes. It comes out in like a very serious English, but it's kind of funny. It's not perfect because it's been translated by Google, right? Yeah. This was perfectly written. This wasn't even like, oh, he used the Google but Translate. Dad, there was like a little funny. But your dad really can't speak English if he wanted to really express himself. Correct. Justin can we saw a whole season. Yeah. Not one translator in this relationship. Yeah. So and so I'm saying if it was written a bit broken English, the way Justin speaks, maybe. But yeah. what was this? The other thing is the reason for the fight that ended it all just seems so ridiculous. Like Justin hasn't had a job. So Nikki sends him money. His car ended up breaking down. So Nikki sent more money. And then she's just like, you know what? I feel like you're using me. And like that after everything you guys have been through, like, that's what ends it? That was the theme of the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She said it so many times. Oh, you're using me for money. Is he using me for money? You yeah. don't want to have sex with me? Are we just friends? It's like nothing he, new here. He admitted He admitted to you, to your face, that he had friends with benefits, that he was yeah. banging other women 
while you were engaged in sending money. Yeah. That was that wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back. This what like it it just doesn't make that much sense to me. Also, didn't his intro said he's a personal trainer? Mm. Maybe he just trains himself. Maybe that's very personal. Very personal. That's like the mo- the best, the most personal trainer. Yeah. So then we see Nikki at her apartment. She's in bed. She's still crying, and her mom came over. And I loved how her mom was like, well, she's telling the camera. She's like, well, she called me last night crying, crying so much I couldn't even understand her. So I decided to come today. It's like, you didn't go yesterday and check on her and make sure she was okay? Well, maybe she lives far, but yes, I'm with you. If if we had a child and they called us and they were crying so much that you couldn't understand what they were saying, I wouldn't be like... All right, honey. Well, have a good night. Um, I'll maybe I'll we'll talk tomorrow. I'll pop in tomorrow with my skin color looking pants. So basically, I'll, I'm gonna look like I'm naked. Yeah. Did you pick up on it? I was yeah. like, yeah. when she bent over to hug Nikki, I was like, oh my gosh, we can see mom's butt. Yeah, I think it was her leggings. I thought mom showed her ass when she said, "Well, I don't, I don't like this. I'm unhappy. I'm gonna send Justin a text message." It's like, do it, mom. No, don't do it. Your daughter's almost 50 years old. (laughs) Your daughter's almost 50. You don't need to be texting her ex. True. At any age. Unless unless your kid is in like middle school, stay out of it. I would want her to do it just so maybe Justin could explain himself, be like, but that was all Nikki. Well, I'll save it for the tell-all. True. But yeah, for mom's like, yeah, I'm going to text him. It's like, no, stop it. Yeah. Nikki's like, I just wanted a, a fairy tale ending. It's like, mm, did you or did you want to be on TV? Here's, here's the thing. I The reason why I always love 90 Day OG or before 90 Day New Couples is because I do truly believe the stories. I don't believe that these random new people are right. some sort of influencers or are some sort of actors and actresses. With Nikki, however, and her history... And yeah. who she is, and this freaking ending, I don't believe that the story was fully real. Guys, Colin, how do no. you feel? How about we add to the fact that, as we've said all season, this isn't even a 90-day story. Exactly. It's a B-90 it's a story. Before so 90 it's like, day. even that, they couldn't get their story straight. Yeah. I thought you were supposed to come over, Justin. You couldn't even do that? I First, when we saw Nick... And Devin in yeah. Korea, I was like, what are we doing? Two people like going the other way. But then they very quickly came to the U.S., right? <laughs> very quickly left There's, our screens. And they very quickly left our screens. Exactly. But I, after that, I'm like, all right, that's going to be Nikki and Justin, right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. This was, this storyline should not be on 90 Day OG. DLC, I love you. You keep me very entertained. But this was a mistake. I agree. All right. Well, we'll get some answers on the tell-all. So I think this is a good place to take a break. You'll hear a quick word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll talk about Clayton and Annalie. (laughs) All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Let's talk about this couple. Is she going to show up? Let's see. <laughs> 30 minutes late. 
And has Clayton and Co. really just been standing there for 30 minutes? Because if that's the case, that's absurd. Just standing at the altar for 30 like. Thank you all for your patience. I promise it's going to be worth it. I have guinea pigs as the ring bears. Like, so just like hang with us. It's going to, it's going to be worth it. I promise. Who stands there for 30 minutes? We sometimes, we've seen it on maps too. People standing there for a while when the bride's freaking out. I guess. I mean, I don't think it's that unusual for a wedding that you are unsure. And I believe there are a lot of people who are getting married and arrive before they start freaking out because they don't know if this is the right thing to do. That's true. And therefore, there are delays. That's true, especially when you put a timer on the engagement, mm-hmm. like a 90-day a visa. Yeah, you start questioning, am I just doing this because of the time? Do I really want to do this? Is this a mistake? Yeah. Plus, if you argue all the time, I mean, wow. Yeah. But here she is. Annalie finally showed up. And we get to go back 90 minutes and actually see what was going on with Adelie. We should go back 90 days and she should never come over here. Well, 90 minutes. Let's only do 90 minutes. Okay. We see Brandy's daughter showed up to do her makeup, hairstylist came. Mm -hmm. And Adelie basically tells us, you know, I was thinking about it. We've been together for two years and I hope Clayton realizes that this is serious and I don't want to lose him i don't want to lose the past two years so i decided i'm gonna marry him yeah yeah nice so she gets shoveled over in a in a nice white minivan meets up with clayton's dad who's ron ron who's walking her down the aisle i feel sweet very sweet i feel like maybe clayton told people to dress casual because even the officiant was wearing like a golf polo he did not tell people to dress casual because he didn't dress casual. I know, but maybe he was like, I want to be the star of the show. No, I think people just, people were being but rude. Think about the, the groomsmen were all just wearing white button downs with the, with the top button popped. No tie, no jacket. Well, I can see how he told them. But that's very cash for a groomsman. You don't tell your, you... You send an invitation and then you state how to dress, right? I yeah. don't with Clayton didn't have an official two days ago. I doubt he stated in on invitations how to dress. I think like, people assumed how to dress for a wedding. I'm telling you. I because think, th- that was just what people were wearing was ridiculous. And let's say it is casual, <laughs> right? Yeah. Drop the stupid hats. Don't wear hey. jeans. Put on khakis, put on like chinos, put on a button down. That's casual if you want to do a casual wedding. Wearing jeans and a t-shirt and a freaking baseball hat with the American flag, Mm -hmm. that's not casual. That's disrespectful. That's that's monster truck casual. Yeah. Um, No, the guy wearing the baseball hat was wearing a tie at least. (laughs) (laughs) What? That, no. What are you talking about? Absolutely fucking not. What are you talking about? He was, uh, come on, he was showing some respect. Are you serious? Look at everyone else. If someone showed up to our wedding with a baseball hat, I would literally tell them to leave that they have no place at our wedding. Okay, but at least that guy was dressed well wearing a baseball hat versus the guy sitting next to him who was just wearing ripped jeans, a stained t-shirt. I would tell all of them to leave. Yeah. I would literally not have it. I would be like, thanks for coming. All of you who dressed up like you are going to a a barbecue may leave right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
disrespectful. I can't take it. I can't was, take it. It was, it was, it was brutal. It's ridiculous. It was brutal. Me watching that was just brutal. Oh, I can tell. So they exchanged their vows and... <laughs> <laughs> I, you didn't pick up on it the first time. I had to tell you and we went, yeah. Yeah. We were like, wait, is he reciting? Oh man, you're stealing all this guy's thunder, Clayton. Like you're just saying what the officiant says. It almost seems like he watched the maths and he took notes on what the officiant said because it was almost the same. He's like, I, Clayton, take you, Annalie. <laughs> I mean, they did just find this guy two minutes ago. So maybe he was worried that he didn't know what to say to make it official. He's like, I got this part, bro. I died laughing. Like doing your own vows, I mean, get personal. Yeah. What he did was literally what the officiants would do if they did not have their own I vows. I think he Googled the wrong thing. <laughs> I think instead of like, what are good vows? He Googled like, oh, what do you say at a wedding or something? Yeah. That was so funny. He's like, I, Clayton, take you, Annalie, to be my to be my wife. Like, I'll oh, cherish you. Huh? Maybe he was like, well, worst case scenario, if we can't get the officiant, I'll do it. So he was prepared. <laughs> that was the backup backup. <laughs> I don't know. Annalie's were a, a bit more heartfelt and, and original. And then they exchanged rings and time to party. Time to party with the balloon alpacas because they could not get the real alpacas. See, we should have thought of that. No, I don't want to have a cheap balloon at our wedding. All right. We had, a, we had a nice wedding. Let's just say this way. People dressed up minus the guy with a Boston <laughs> bee jacket. You said you were never going to mention it again. I know. That's right. Okay. Everyone dressed up nicely. We're going to see him probably. Will we see him? At the bat mitzvah. Oh, could you imagine if he was wearing like a Red Sox jacket at the bat mitzvah? I hope he does because that's going to yeah. make me feel better. Yeah, exactly. But it's in June, so I doubt it. Ooh, well, maybe he'll wear a Red maybe Sox Maybe he's going to wear It's going to be in Boston. Oh, I can, yeah. Oh, are they going to go? I don't know if they're related. I don't think I don't they're know. related. Luckily, guys, as I always said, he was wearing a suit and tie underneath, so all was good. Yeah, and so was the guy at Clayton's wedding. Under the baseball hat, he was wearing a shirt and tie. All right. If he took the baseball hat off, he could have stayed. Yeah, of course. If he came to our wedding. Oh, but he would be the only one. Oh, okay. Looking at the rest, he would be the only one. Okay. Well, I don't dance and I don't sing, but I'm going to try. I was like, oh boy, he's, <laughs> gonna, he, he's about to sing. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. The hours of practice, the, the time spent alone in the mirror. This is it. It's time. I wonder if all these people appreciated it. The, the, the fact that he learned a foreign dance. The marinara dance? Yeah. I do that every time <laughs> we make pasta. Um, no, it's a traditional Peruvian dance. And from my research, the marinara is a partner dance that originated along the coastal regions of Peru using handkerchiefs at props. So Clayton was missing two key things over here. He didn't have a partner. He didn't have a handkerchief. He did have Anale. I don't know what handkerchief is. She just watched. Is, but he, no, he asked her to join. Oh, did she join? Yeah, she did. And he no. had a big hat. A handkerchief. Oh, I saw the hat. The handkerchief is like a, like a little claw, a little rag, a little blow your nose oh. out, like a bandana. Ooh, okay. Um, well, he tried. It was sweet. Annelly liked it. Yeah. And then, here we go, mom. Talk about a good wedding gift. The best wedding gift. Mom said that as a wedding gift, she's going to. 
get her own little place, <laughs> her own little closet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So a few days later, they're going through their other wedding gifts. And Annalie goes, you know, I was thinking, as a wedding gift, I thought I would tell my dad about you. A huh? wedding gift for who? Huh? Yeah, this is not a good gift at all. This was awful. I feel like this is the worst call you can make. Hey, this is my boyfriend. Or even, hey, this is my fiance. That's way better than being like, hey, this is my husband. Yeah, yeah this whole thing was really bad. And I felt very bad for that Solano because not not even that you lied to him that you coming to the U.S. to work. Because when she called him, he's like, <laughs> how's work? And she's like, oh, it, it's all good. Just working this gringo over here. The fact that you didn't tell him you have a boyfriend or a fiancé or that you got married. Like, if I did this to my parents, they would not talk to me. They would be so sad yeah. and so disappointed. They would not understand. And it's... Here's what happened at our wedding real quick that I did feel bad about, but it was kind of just happened, right? I was getting ready and I was running very late. Like, I know you were waiting for me. So I was trying to put my dress on. I was standing at the altar for 30 minutes. (laughs) You were waiting to do first look. Yeah. But my, my photographer was also my friend. So she was there with me, helping me out. And she's like, I want to take a photos of you putting the dress on. So I was like trying to put a dress on and your mom came in asking how it's going and I'm like I'm trying to put this dress on fast and my photographer was like well you need someone to put it on it's gonna be a nice photo so your mom was wearing basically jeans and a shirt Mm -hmm. so we made her put um, a a bathrobe on and we took photos of your mom zipping me up yeah my mom when she saw it later she asked why didn't I call her And I felt bad, but the reason why I didn't is because I was running late. You didn't call anyone. Your mom happened to be there. And I love your mom, so it was a beautiful moment. I do wish I called my mom. I didn't have time to call her because she didn't have an American phone. I couldn't run out and find her. Yeah. And so, but, but something so small like this already made me feel a little guilty. And it was all good. My mom was like, I'm glad Sally helped you. I wish you called me. But in the moment, you're not thinking about the photo. No, no. You're not thinking like, oh, who's going to see this photo? How are people going to feel when they see the photo? Well, the reason why your mom came was like, are you ready? John's waiting for you. And I'm like freaking out, right? Not freaking out, but I'm like almost done. I need to put this dress You wanted someone to zip up the damn dress. It's like you didn't care about the photo. Correct. And so this happened, right? And this little thing that just, I wish I called my mom. I wish I thought of it. The fact that Annalie didn't tell her dad about any of this, like he must have been heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice Clayton hiding behind the door? The oh, whole, yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, he can't see you if you're just off camera. You don't need to be hiding under the bed. As long as you're not in front of the camera, he can't see you. But finally, Annalie's like, so, Dad, I, I do have something important to tell you. Uh, Clayton, Clayton, come over here. And he tiptoes over and he's like, hola. <laughs> and then Annalie goes, he's my boyfriend. And Dad is like, what? I was like, here what we go. What did you say? Here we Why go. didn't you say anything? Well, I, I, I want you to know now he's a good person. He has a good family. Uh, and, and one more thing. And they just show their hands and are like, we're married. And dad is like, como? Como? No, daughter. 
How can you say that? It can't uh, be. Uh, and he leaves. Oh, he started crying. He was he was legit crying. Stands up, walks away. Like he he's like a tough man and he doesn't want to be seen this emotional. He has to get up and go. And then all of a sudden sister Consuelo just pops in, like, wow, I didn't know this was She's like, Dad is meeting. upset. I'm gonna go and check on him. And she hungs up. And Annalise sat and crying. And all I'm going to say is like, it's all your fault. I don't feel bad for you at all because you shouldn't have lied to your family. You shouldn't have said you're going to the U.S. to how. Okay, let me let me kind of go back. How is she going to work in the U.S. if she doesn't speak English? What is she going to do? There's plenty of people that work here that don't speak English. Correct. But you would need a visa. I guess that doesn't know it. For me, a snowpad, I had. My English was very broken. I still had to do an interview in English that I could say a few things. Of course, you're going to go live with a family who only speaks English. Correct. And so dad, maybe dad thought she speaks English, who knows, but lying to your family like this, that's fucked up. Well, I do want to put most of the blame on her, but I I don't think we can put all the blame on her. We don't know the dynamic between dad and Annalie, and clearly dad has done or said things to make Annalie feel like she can't tell him this. True, but at the same time, if she got to the U.S., she could have called him and be like, hey, dad, I started dating someone, I like this guy. If dad is mad about it, well, be mad. You are an adult, you should live your life. Yes. She's told her mom. Mom knows. True. So that's where I go. She's not lying to lie. She doesn't have some ulterior motive where she needs to lie to achieve her ultimate goal. She's being honest with mom. She's not telling dad for whatever reason, but it makes me think it's because of something he's done or said or how he's behaved before. Well, she keeps saying dad is very protective of me. I'm the baby. I'm the youngest one, right? Yeah. Okay. You're the youngest one, but you're also 26 years old. Like, you are not a baby. You were a baby 26 years ago. You are not a baby. The fact that she told him so soon after the wedding makes me believe she just didn't want him to force her to come home or talk her out of it. Like, she just wanted to get it done, make it legal, and be like, here's the deal, Dad. There's nothing you can do about it, so you can be upset, but I'm staying here. True, but at the same time, she never said, oh, me and my dad don't get along. My dad is so-and-so. She always said, oh, my dad, like he's so protective. He loves me so much. So she hurt him a lot. Yeah. Oh, he was devastated. Yeah. That was real emotion. Yeah, that's on her. Yeah. Let's see what happens at the tell-all. I'm curious. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to someone who is already married. Yeah. Did they consummate it? Well, no. they didn't because they slept with the entire family in this the same rid- room. This was ridiculous. This was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wake- <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, waking up a married couple. Oh, nope. Uh, thruple? Oh, wait, what? That's Citra and her sisters in bed? And dad and Sam. <laughs> Her- Herman on top bunk? Citra said that she was afraid of the hillbillies. It's going to come and kill them. Can't be safe. Because it's in the middle of nowhere. And from what we know, she likes the American horror movies. This doesn't add up for me. There's got to be five bedrooms in that house. 
No, right? she was afraid of the hillbillies. She wanted to be with her family. I know, but before you go to sleep, can't you go to a different bedroom and be No, like, because when the hillbillies come, yeah. if there is six people in the room, maybe they won't kill you. So she was protecting, who's she protecting herself or her family from the hillbillies? I think she just wanted to be surrounded by people. I think she didn't want to be just her and Sam. Okay, because my point is just that. You all go to bed. You all say, good night, Citra. Good night, Herman. Lock the door. Good night, Sam. Then, once you hear, you get up, you go to one of the other bedrooms, and you bang this thing out. I don't think the family was afraid. I think Citra was afraid. And that's okay. why she wanted to sleep with the family. She said she was afraid that the hillbillies will come and kill them. Okay, understood. Well, there'll be plenty of time to consummate this thing because Hitch's family leaves the next day. Before they do, Herman's got to have a little talk with Sam. Well, even he, he, he woke up and said, Citra, why did you guys sleep with us? You're married now. Yeah. What is it, like a honeymoon together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's no honeymoon because it's uh, no pigs and no alcohol. No pigs and no alcohol. That's a that's a tough rule. That's a tough rule. Herman needs Sam to step up and be a man and and be there for Citra and the family. And and part of that is no pigs and no alcohol. Imagine egg and cheese bagel without the bacon. It would just be uh, egg, on egg bagel. and cheese. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And no mimosa on the side. Ugh. What are we doing here? What is it is even this? brunch? It's definitely what is not. This? Yeah. So, all right. First stop on the way to manhood is sprinkling some rose petals on the bed. <laughs> and <laughs> some fake candles. Yeah, rose petals and some light ass spanking. Yeah. So then we see that. And then we see the next morning and we learn they did bang it out, but not in the bed that was covered <laughs> by the rose petals because apparently the dogs... Uh, are used to sleeping with them. So they started licking them, licking ugh. Sam, licking Citra. This is not what we what we mean when we say doggy style. <laughs> so they went and they banged it out in the laundry room. Mm-hmm. Imagine your first time ever in a laundry room. It probably it's sounded, sad. probably sounded like when you put sneakers in the dryer. Probably. Yeah. That's probably what they told dad next morning. Yeah. Sorry. We're we washing just, sneakers. Just there's some sneakers in the dryer. <laughs> That's a good code word for banging. Sneakers in the dryer? Yeah, what'd you guys do last night? Oh, we just threw some sneakers in the dryer. <laughs> well. <laughs> got, got real hot. Well, okay. Marriage, done. Mm-hmm. Jail time? <sighs> TBD. Is this corn star going to wait for him? TBD. She's she's gonna. She's a she's a good wife. She knows what she signed up for. She's yeah. Gonna. And we know that two days later, Sam resubmitted his drug diversion paperwork, and we're gonna hear back in six weeks. So, if he's at the tell-all, it means he probably did no jail time, or maybe some jail time. Who knows? He could probably call in from jail. What are the what's the show? Your new favorite show? Where you're me and oh, lovers? Prison Brides. Prison Brides. If they can have access to the internet. Yeah, I can't say I guess. Yeah. All right. One more couple to go. Sophie and Rob Denop. So let's get to that hotel in Santa Barbara. Let's pop some champagne on the hotel balcony because nothing better than overlooking the interstate. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Terrible. Well, it was a nice room, but. It was a nice room, but they should have asked <laughs> for a better view. Whizzing, whizzing cars going by 80 miles an hour. Yeah. 
So they toast the new beginnings. Rob's a little nervous, but more excited. It's honest, I yeah. guess. Next day, it's wedding day. They're getting ready. Mom's there. Her friend's there. Freaking mom is still questioning this thing. Yeah. As Sophie's literally doing her makeup and all that. Mom's talking to her friend saying, oh, so um, what do you think? You, you like it? Oh, I have some reservations. You got to drop this at some point, mom. Unless you're going to actually get in there and say something of substance. Just walking around with, with that attitude is not helpful for no. anyone. Rob is getting ready with his friends. The two friends, Ty and Torai, yes. right? They got ready and they head down to the beach. Mm-hmm. And I have to say this. Rob's sister did this little wedding ceremony setup. Yeah. It was very cute. Like people are sitting down on the beach on these blankets mm-hmm. with some table and stuff. Like I liked it. It was Every, cute. Everything was beautiful. Everything was a vibe except for the people playing cornhole 50 yards down the beach. Oh, I didn't see that. That I could have done without. Well, it's a public beach, so. Yeah. Hey, uh, this beach wedding compared to Ashley and Manuel's beach, oh. sign me up. Any beach wedding compared to theirs. This is a beach wedding. Yeah. One thing I didn't like, it was Sophie's wedding dress. She was, I don't like short wedding dresses. I get the beach vibe, but she tried on some nice dresses before. I just feel like if you're getting married, you should have a long dress. It's, it's more elegant. Eh, nah. I did not like this dress. You do what you want to do. I mean, she looked pretty, pretty, but I didn't like it. All right. Seeing the arch on the beach reminded me of that triangle Jabri and Miona oh. were freaking out about. Oh. <laughs> look how that look at how that relationship turned out. Yeah. But it was all for the gram. It's like we need this triangle arch for the photos, all for the gram. But they had something similar. It was it was it was beautiful. It was very pretty, and she, Rob's sister did a great job. Yeah. Why was wedding time? Freaking TLC's been teasing this this whole time that Sophie's going to run away. This was so dumb. Her and mom just couldn't find the entrance to the beach. Also, I'm pretty sure they rolled up in a Porsche Cayenne. So, like, where'd you get that car? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if Sophie's mom has money or doesn't. I don't think so. Why would you spend the night on Rob the Knob's air mattress? But why? Sophie must have some money. Because like her she, apartment in London was very nice. And she ran to that Airbnb that was very nice. Yeah. I guess Who knows so. what's going on there? I don't really know what's going on there. Um, they exchange vows, seal with a kiss, toss the bouquet. Mother Claire catches it. Ugh, all would, the men in the world should hide. I would love to see Mother Claire on The Single Life. I guess. she She's interesting. Oh, yeah. She's wild. Did you hear Rob? They cheers. And he was like, happily ever after. I was like, you hope. So you won't have to get a job. You can be unhappy yeah. ever after. I, I'm i curious if they're going to last or not because I don't know. There have been like some stuff on social media and I don't look it up because I don't want spoilers, but I will look it up or we'll learn on the tell-all. Yeah. It's up to him. I think she's pretty committed despite the fact that everyone thinks like, oh, you need to bang a woman to know if you really love Rob. I think she's into it. Um, she, there's no reason for her to need to come to America and use Rob for a green card. Like, I think she's into him. Uh, I think she likes America. I think I, she likes LA. I think she does too, but I, I do think she likes Rob. I think it's up 
to Rob to prove True. that he's a good a good guy and a good husband, and I think they could last if he does that. We'll see. All right. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed watching and listening. If you guys want to hear more, if you want to hear us talk about the single life, we're doing it over on Patreon and Supercast, patreon.com slash reality, marriedthreality.supercast.com. Also follow us along on Instagram at marriedthrealitypod. Good times over there. We post memes once in a while, news, scheduling, updates, and most importantly, that's where you call in. It's the direct line. Yeah. You can please message do us. that. Also, if you haven't been following the podcast, you should do so. So easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash like is this hard. Yes, this freaking season. Yeah, I can't believe it's almost over. It is over. Yeah. I don't, the tell-alls are tell-alls for me. The season is the season. The tell-alls are basically a follow-up. All right. Me. So, All right. It, this is it, guys. All right. And if you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we love love. So love, love. If you haven't left a review, please do. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Yes. All right. That is it. I've said it all. I've said it all. It means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.